Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. If you build it, he will It's the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Couch. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Welcome into Friday, everybody. It is The Skinny on Sports on 98.1 FM, 1240 AM, KADS, the sports animal. Jared Atha filling in for Aaron Calc. He is out once again today. And filling in for me today... Is Mr. Scott Garrison, and that's very appropriate because it is a Garrison Financial Friday here on a beautiful Friday. By the way, the last day of summer is today, although we we are full on into the fall sports. But today is the last day of summer, and uh, I don't think the weather is going to cooperate as far as falls concerned tomorrow. Well, that's something else to worry about. But welcome on into the show. Don't forget, you can be a part of it. Text on in five eight zero two two five nine six nine eight. Also, you can subscribe to our podcast, a lot of different outlets there. I know Apple, I know Amazon, Google, wherever you get your podcast, you're going to find it. And you can download our Paragon app and listen to us outside of the listening area. And all of our stations are on the Paragon app, KCO, Cool 94, of course, KADS as well, and many, many more. So a lot of ways to stay connected with us. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, running it down. Of course, we'll start with, it is Friday. Although the Big Elks aren't playing, there are other high school football games happening throughout the area. We'll look at a 4A1 schedule and others from around the area. I had a game last night. We'll kind of recap. Big, big college football weekend. Big, big Saturday in college football. We have a ton of what I call ranked games when a ranked opponent's playing another ranked opponent. Plus, on top of that, a lot of those are conference games. So it's going to kind of shake out uh, the, 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 the pretenders from the contenders early on in the season. And there's some other non-ranked games, too, I have my eye on. We'll talk about that and maybe you know, dive right into the OU at Cincinnati game. And OSU, well, yeah, they're having problems, but so is Iowa State. So who comes out on that one? We'll talk about that. NFL this weekend, who needs to win the most? And outside of games, there's uh, the Dallas Cowboys had a crushing, crushing blow uh, to their defense yesterday. We'll talk about that. And if we have time, we'll talk about Major League Baseball because we are fastly approaching October. 
October baseball means playoff baseball, but it already feels like the playoffs right now with some pennant races and wild card races, and there are some key series this weekend. So that's what we got on slate today. Again, 580-225-9698. Feel free to chime in and uh, comment. What, uh, give us your opinion. Ask us your questions. Or maybe we want to talk about something or you want us to talk about something that we don't have written down here, absolutely throw it our way. We love to do it. Scott Garrison, how are you, sir? Struggling this morning. Struggling? I am. I am. I just went to the doctor. Uh, do I want to know? And the nurse immediately puts the scale at 250 before I get up. <laughs> she, <laughs> she just looked at you, sized you up, and said, 250. We're going to start right here. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> Dare I say, did it tip or did, did how did no, it work? Did it? No, I came in at a felt two thirty seven. Did she kept going down? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, what? man, wow. So I went and got oh. a chick fried chicken biscuit and a coke to help take the pain away. Eat, eat your sorrows. <laughs> she thought I was big. <laughs> Just a checkup. Are you all right? Everything good? Yeah, yeah. Really everything's good. Good, good everything's deal. Everything's good. How's uh, how is uh, how's everything uh, down in your world financially? It's, it's going great, man. It's everything going good? Great. Yeah, we're helping people put together some plans for retirement, uh, helping them look to the future, not just looking at how much can I save on taxes, but build a plan to to help them reach a freedom date. Doesn't have to be a retirement date, but a date that they can say, you know what, this is what I want to do today. I always look at, uh, when I think of financial stability out here, I look at oil prices and because a lot of people bring in oil money. I call it oil money, you know, royalty, stuff like that. Do you see anything like that? People come in and go, hey, listen, I, I've inherited stuff or I, I'm getting a little more here. What can I do with it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And people, you know, try to be just, just make your money work as efficiently for you as possible. That's the key. Don't have it just sitting in an account and not making any money. Make your money work. Burying it in the backyard doesn't help. No, that doesn't help you. No. You can help them. And there's safe ways to make your money work, and there's more aggressive ways to make your money work. It depends how your your risk is. What what your, uh, what do you call it, risk assessment? Risk tolerance, yeah. yeah. Risk tolerance. There you go. Yeah, I'm more of a middle-of-the-road guy. Yeah. You know, I think maybe if my, when my kids get older and, and God willing, they get a good job and (laughs) I'm not having to worry so much about them. I might be more risky, there but you go. right now, like I want to make sure that money is working for me. Uh, I'm, it's a it's a marathon for me. That's it. You know. Yeah. So one twenty four North Main, right there in the corner. North Main. Every time mm-hmm. I drive by, I'm tempted to honk, honk, and see if you hear me. Uh, you can call call you too, right? You got a number now five eight zero eight two one one two one nine. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So give me a call. We can we can talk it over. Great. So Great. hey, you know what? You know what else I'm upset about today? What's that? We are three weeks into college football, and it's just not the same without Mike Leach. You know, it's not. It's like this has transitioned seamlessly with the passing of Mike Leach. God rest his pirate soul. That uh, (laughs) that guy was awesome for every reason that's good for college football. What he gave us on on press conferences, his uh, he changed the game with his offenses in everywhere he went. Everybody had to be ready for him, right? Oh, it didn't matter what kind yeah. of team. He's like, you better be ready for Mike Leach, when, whatever team he's coaching comes to town. It's like it's transitioned now to Dion. You know, he yeah. gives you yeah. that at the podium. He's, yeah, he's not entertaining. You see what I'm saying, though, now? But <laughs> yeah. he's kind of turned it into now. It 
And that's what makes this game with Oregon so interesting to me is did Colorado do too much where Oregon's like, okay, you used to be our homecoming and you used to be our layup game and we're going to be ready for you now. But but what I'm saying is no matter who Dion coaches, I think that's going to oh, be Oh, that's like, what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If it's Dion coaching this team, we better be ready. I don't yeah. you know. But it, it is, yeah, Mike Leach has missed. Oh, like, man. I saw a video the other day of his of his breakdown of the – mascots of the pac-12 so good <laughs> it's just so good so good yeah yeah i didn't realize until after his passing i knew you know they call him the, the pirate and i just thought that was a moniker that he acquired with his uh swashbuckling air quoting their ways of how he coached and it's like oh this dude's a pirate he's like he's a rebel and he's changing the game and and winning and all that but he really loved like like Key West and and yeah. the, the whole beach scene, which I I adore too. I, I'm no yeah. shoes nation right here, you there know, you or or Parrothead, whatever you want to call it. I love it. So and he had like a place where he'd go get like a sloppy Joe at this famous bar and pub, or whatever in Key West, and there was like a stool for him. Yeah, so that's his stool forever. There you go. It's crazy, but yeah. that's good stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be missed. Yeah. So, what's the biggest game that you're looking at this weekend? Well, college football. Yeah, let's just start there. Um, outside of OU and uh, and OSU's games, of course, we'll always keep an eye on. I, I like. I kind of alluded to it. Everyone's gonna say Ohio State and Notre Dame because it is a top ten matchup. It's at Notre Dame. Game days there. That's billed as the biggest matchup this week. But I think this, and I'm not. I guess I might be falling in a little bit to the, the 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 fascination with Dion in Colorado, but this, this Colorado at Oregon game could be like the telling of is Colorado for real or not, you know, yeah. their last three opponents, first three opponents, um, TCU, I, I'm not sold on them. Uh, I'm just not. No. And I think Colorado got them at the perfect time where nobody knew anything about Colorado. Absolutely. TCU might have kind of overlooked them. Um, who they played? Nebraska. Come on, they're not there yeah, yet. And Matt rules good for them, but give them time. Yeah, and and then of course last week Colorado State, which Matt rules good for them, but Matt Matt rules going to have to learn the <laughs> the the transfer portal too. Oh yeah, they, they weren't as active as they needed to be. Obviously, no, he's, obviously nah. he. I think he. They got to give him time. He's a good coach, especially in college, but. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it wasn't so much it, we couldn't code, tell anything from Colorado. No, nothing. From that you game. didn't know anything, and I, I, I actually have I, I thought Jay Norvell knew what he was doing, and he was talking what he talked about with the sunglasses and hat. He knew this is still Colorado. It's still only been a year ago they won one game. They are, they are gettable. That you can beat yeah. them, and in in. He, I think he that was precise. He knew exactly what he was saying to get Colorado riled up, and and come out juiced up. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, for much, almost three and three and a half quarters of that game, it was working absolutely. And um, I agree and with they, what Aaron said on Monday. He he should have taken. He had two opportunities in that fourth quarter yeah, to win the game. Yeah, yeah. They, he 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 kind of folded up in the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I do think it was very telling for it took, you know, everyone's going crazy. Oh, what a great win for Colorado game of the year. So entertaining. Sure. Yeah. 
Keep in mind, though, they were like a 20-plus point favorite in that game, yeah. and it you took you two overtimes to beat them. Yes. This is Colorado State. We're not talking about UCLA or another Pac-12. This is Colorado State from just a school north of you. You're in yeah, state rival. That's, right. Tulsa. that's it's, playing it's, Tulsa. It's like playing Tulsa, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if Colorado goes to Eugene and gives them a fight, maybe lose by three, I'm like, okay. But if Oregon goes comes out, scores 40-plus on them and holds Colorado to, I don't know, 20 or less. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That's the Colorado I I think we kind of thought we'd get this year. Mm -hmm. You know, good, not great. Right, right. I think think Dion is great for this game. I think – but I don't think Colorado right now is great. I think they're good, Mm -hmm. but not great. Yeah, I agree. But that's not the game that I'm looking at. You You know the game I'm looking at? What's that? Alabama Ole Miss. That's a good one, too. Alabama Ole Miss. This is going to tell us, did Texas beat Alabama, a, a real Alabama team? Yeah. Or did they beat a team that maybe Saban is losing a little step because of the transfer portal as well? Maybe. I was I was kind of um, on pause in a holding pattern on Texas for that reason because we don't know how good Alabama is. They're going back to Milrow this week, that quarterback. It's the third quarterback they've used, well, shoot, since the Texas game. South Florida, could, I mean, any lucky break, they could have pulled off the upset there. Yeah. And Texas. So, South Florida South Florida won the first half. Yes, absolutely not, they did. Not just, they didn't get lucky. I mean, they came out, they hit him in the mouth, and they were beating Alabama. And, I, and as far as Texas is concerned, I'm – I keep going back. It was ten to ten with Wyoming going into the fourth quarter last week, and this is with Wyoming's Absolutely. backup quarterback. So, and, and, yeah. That being said, I mean, is Alabama good? Is or is Texas good? Or did we? And you can't tell a lot in two in no. week two. It, they could still be. And I'm not suggesting this. I'm just this is a hypothetical. But what if they're just okay? Yeah. What if Texas and Alabama are just okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and we won't know that until another. Well, we know that Alabama's quarterback play is just okay. Oh, uh, if, if that's if it, being generous, if it's just I, okay. yeah. So I, I, yeah, you're right. This is a good one. If Alabama comes out and and, and looks good against Ole Miss, that makes Texas look good. Yeah. But if Ole Miss comes out and wallops them or or whatever, mm-hmm. and I said this yesterday, it's no. And I'll give Texas a lot of credit for this. I don't care. Remember when Oklahoma, uh, what, a third-ranked team at the time, went to Tuscaloosa and Alabama was unranked, and Alabama gave them a fight. It took yeah. a fake punt yeah. to, to get out of that one and, and, a, and a beautiful deep ball from Jason White to, to pull away. But you just don't – I don't care what – if Alabama's unranked, if they're on hard times or whatever, it's still a tough place to go and win. So I'll sure. give Texas a lot of credit for that. If Ole Miss can do that and do that convincingly like Texas does, what does that tell us about Alabama and therefore Texas? Mm-hmm. All the questions Absolutely. about Texas might be answered in the State Fair in Dallas. Yeah. No, I mean, not all of them, but that all of our questions you know, here Oklahoma's in Oklahoma. questions are yeah. definitely going to be answered. So, and we've got plenty of them. I mean, sure we do. We're, we're, yeah. 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 What games are you, what games are you guys watching? Let us know on the text I, yeah. line. Absolutely. What 580-225-9698. Again, there are a lot of them. Uh, we mentioned Colorado at Oregon. Uh, ranked games, 22 UCLA at number 11 Utah. Will Cam Rising play? There's talks that he might make his debut in this one. Oregon State at Washington State, the Tupac 
<laughs> the teams are playing each other. Uh, uh, Ohio Florida, State, Notre Dame, we Florida mentioned. Florida State, Clemson. That's going to be an interesting game. See, that's one I wrote down. Other games that aren't ranked versus ranked, but Florida State at Clemson. Clemson, you know, their rallying cry is everyone's saying this is Florida State's conference now. Yeah. Uh, don't forget about us. Mm-hmm. And they, they could um, – it's crazy not to see a number next to Clemson's name being unranked according to the AP anyways. But since everyone gave up on them after that Duke game, but they their offense has come alive these last two against no-name opponents, albeit, but they it, it looks like a Clemson offense. So Florida State coming to Death Valley. Watch that one. Florida State struggled with Boston College last week. If, if that game was played last week and Florida State played like that last week, Clemson wins that game by two touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. Watch that one. Uh, and another one – SMU at TCU. That's for OU's interest. Yeah. If SMU can score a lot of points against TCU, maybe even pull out the win. What's I mean, that makes that SMU OU game go, oh, okay. You oh, you only held them to eleven. Yeah. Which was their lowest output in a couple decades, I think, was what I saw. And then of course TCU it doesn't look like they're as good as they were last year. Well, uh, they're certainly not what they were last year. But no. are they? Yeah, have they have they rebuilt a team, or are they are they going to be a, a fifty percent team? Are they right. are they going to be a seven and six team at the end of the season? Right. Here's a here's a big one that's big for me, which I, I have no idea how they're unranked after last week. I don't know how you go into Arkansas, how BYU goes into I Arkansas. Wrote this one down too, and and beats Arkansas. And they're undefeated. BYU Kansas is going to be a big time game. Yeah, again, because a couple of future opponents for OU, I think both uh, Kansas obviously way better than what they have been in the past, and it starts at quarterback. BYU, I've always had a thing about BYU of, uh, you know, they're always just a tick older because of of their roles. Yeah, uh, I think that means they're more disciplined, and they just find ways to win. They they got a good coach. The the OU game at BYU terrifies it's be me. Tough. It terrifies me. So if BYU goes into Kansas like they did when the Arkansas. They're not scared of anybody. They no. went to SEC country and beat Arkansas. They're not gonna be scared of Kansas. N- Listen, I know Kansas is better, but they're not striking fear in anybody. They it no. doesn't. It just does. They don't. It's still Kansas football, except for maybe Texas. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Texas might be a little scared of the Jayhawks. <laughs> yeah, that's one I wrote down too to keep an eye on. So let's go back. OU at Cincinnati. How do you feel about that? I've I've had a heavy opinion about it. Not a popular one, but it's that one scares me too. Not so much the opponent, but because of the situation, because it's the first conference game it's on the road it's the first big 12 game for cincinnati what do well, you think about them it? laying an egg last week didn't help us at all but uh i think my they had incredible red zone issues oh like could not score i think that my uh bold prediction of jackson Arnold being the starting quarterback by texas is not going to happen Dylan looked good. He he's he's looked good. He's over eighty percent completion, eleven touchdowns. He looks like a different player than last year. Look now more. maybe that's because he's had time to get comfortable with some of those receivers, get timing down. I don't know. You know, learn the offense. Last year he looked rough, 
And, I mean, now he's 82%, 11 touchdowns with one pick. I mean, he looks good. It, Toby, We had Toby rolling on yesterday before we had – I don't know what happened to the phone. I was afraid he hung up on me because I mentioned the word Texas, and then he didn't answer, and I looked down, and the phone was dead. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did he hang up on me? <laughs> yeah, but he later texted, oh, no, just I couldn't hear you, and the, it was a cell phone issue. But we were talking about Dylan Gabriel, and, and – he, statistically, last year he was really good, but he pointed out that when he needed to be good, that's he, when you needed to get a first down, then milk a clock, or a, put together a game-winning drive. You know, he'd make those overthrows, or mm-hmm. he, he couldn't get it done. He said, that looks a little different this year, and he, and we'll go back to the SMU game when he ne- needed to be good in that fourth quarter, he was good. Yeah, he you know when yeah. it was fourteen to eleven, he, he took made, us right down the field. Took right down the field, scored, and then defense got it back, did it again. So um, he does look different. He looks comfortable. I also think you know there was a little bit of a question mark of the wide receiver position outside of Farouk and Stoops, who would. And I'm very pleased that there are a lot more names we're calling out. He is hitting targets all over the field. I don't know how many targets or that he has thrown to. I'd have to go look that up. But I think that helps him too, where he's not staring down or looking for Farouk or Stoops. Right. Yeah. He's just going through his progression, and he's comfortable to know, well, I could throw it up to Gibson. I could throw it up to, who's it? Uh, from Michigan, Anthony. 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 Yeah. And um, 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 Anderson too. And, yeah. Um, there's a, it's a core of of wide yeah. receivers that. He can just go, okay, if he's not open, I know my boy over here can get it. Mm-hmm. If he's not open, I know my third, you know, or I can just tuck it and run. Or, you know, so I think all that is kind of blending well for, for Dylan Gabriel. And then, you know, he's, what, a fifth-year, sixth-year senior? I, I lose count after the COVID stuff. So you would hope that his last season as an eligible quarter or as a, you know, he would be his best. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's he's uh, he's done very, very well. I'd like to see the run game get going a little better. It's going to be tough, I think, against Cincinnati. I'd like to see a running back stand out. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of like in, you can afford to do this at the running back position, not the quarterback position, Mike Gundy. But you can. <laughs> it's kind of like they're still trying to figure out who that guy's going to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think health has something to do with it. You're hearing some health uh, issues. But um, but I, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is the is offensive line creating opportunities for these running back and we're kind of seeing a little struggle there and that's going to be a big test cincinnati has a couple guys from what i'm hearing don't know the names defensive line's pretty tough the defensive line's pretty tough so if they can come out and establish a run game that not only is bodes well for this particular game could bode well for the rest of the conference like okay that cincinnati defensive line they took care of them obviously the next best test would probably be texas and their their line plays really good but the whole situation for me, though, scares me. Not so much the – it's just you feel like I, – I told Aaron this earlier in the week, and I've been on this, it just feels like this is a game that OU struggles in, is these on-the-road Well, it was trap certainly games. a I, game I, that Lincoln Riley struggled with. Right? It, That's true. He would struggle in games like this. Last year was what it was, but there were times – you feel like – you feel good about it, feel good about a game, and they go and – like Westford, at West Virginia, I mean, no reason losing that game at West Virginia. Yeah. Just, so 
this is why it makes me nervous. And a lot of people pick Cincinnati like second to last in this league. Um, and it could still shake out that way. Obviously, we haven't even started Big 12 play. But it um, it just worries me. It's yeah. important for OU to get out on a fast start. Yes, it is. It's, that I is agree. important. So, what do you think? Pick a winner. Oh, Oklahoma. By Co- a lot. Cover? By a lot. Yeah. Co- yeah. 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 Yep. Who you got in, in uh, as, as Bowie said, who you got in Notre Dame, Ohio State? Who you picking? Ohio State. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I Notre think Notre D- Dame's going to get them. They, Notre Dame has the best quarterback. Mm-hmm. But Ohio uh, State, they struggled with they yeah. struggled with explosive offenses last year. The only time they struggled it at all. It just feels like every time I, it looks like there's a clear winner, and the, that clear winner is not the team that usually wins all the time. Alabama, Ohio State, th- they go and win it. Yeah. They Clemson in the past. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is where Clemson's gonna lose. This is what this is the game. They're gonna go down to Florida State just as an example. This is the and then they go and win it by three touchdowns. I'm not saying Ohio State's gonna win by three touchdowns, but this just feels kinda like that game. Yeah. Where Ohio State's going, We're still the we're still the Ohio State University. Yeah. Let's go in there. What's cool about this game is I've always loved this about Notre Dame. They're busting out the green uniforms. The green yeah. tops. That's cool to me. Yeah. I is. can't remember the last time they've done it. The most, the biggest time, at least in my, I would say, lifetime was when USC came and what was that, 05? The Bush Push game? Yeah. 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 05 or 04. That was a huge game. Mm-hmm. They came out in those green tops, and I don't think they even announced that they were. They even came out warming up in their normal tops, went back in the locker room, switched I them. I think you're right. And yeah, they ran right. out. Crowd went nuts. But they've made it known they're wearing those green tops for this yeah. one. I've yeah. always liked that uniform. I was supposed them. to go to the game in, in Notre Dame when OU went to Notre Dame and had a buddy whose wife scheduled their wedding a best friend whose wife scheduled their wedding. Well, I I was at yeah. a wedding in Pennsylvania instead of being <laughs> <laughs> careful there. I've gotten in trouble talking about friends and, and weddings during football. I've gotten in trouble for that. But I uh that game I remember because um the night it was the day before um my wife gave birth to our sec- second kid or our youngest child. Yeah. So I remember holding my baby while that game was happening That's in the hospital cool. watching. Yeah. Uh, um, no, wait, let me take that back. It was our first child. Let me let me do the math. You know, it had to be because it was in September when we played them, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was our first child. Yeah, that okay. was right. Yeah. And she came like a week early. So yeah. I wasn't expecting to watch Notre Dame in the hospital. But, yeah. Yeah, so that, I, I distinctly remember that. That game right there, Sterling Shepherd's catch, and I'm holding. I'm like, go, go, Sterling. I couldn't yell. Or I'm like, go, hey, we scored. <laughs> it kind of changed my perspective on life. I was like, you can't go crazy anymore. I mean, just enjoy what you got in your arms, and whatever happens around you is a bonus. Yeah, that would have been a fun game to attend. South Bend is is uh, one of my bucket list. Yeah, place to attend. If outside of OU, uh, um. I've always had – I love tradition, and, and especially mm-hmm. college football. I 
you know, I'm a sucker for Rudy. When yeah. it's on, I can't oh, turn yeah. it off. You know, um, I I don't mind Notre Dame winning. I don't. Now, if you're playing my Sooners, obviously Boomer Sooner. Right. But I don't mind. I don't Notre get Dame angry winning. when they win. No, like I do in USC do. or Miami or Texas. Yeah. yeah. Some people do, but I I I like Notre Dame winning. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, wow, it's already nine thirty-two. We will uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll probably wrap up or talk about college football. We'll get a quick look at high school football from the area. And uh, we got a preview of the NFL weekend coming up, too. And we only have about 28 minutes to do it. Don't go anywhere. A fast and furious skinny on sports continues after this. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018 and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports. 98.1 FM, 1240 AM, KADSD Sports Animal. Jared Atha filling in for Skinny on this Garrison Financial Friday. Speaking of Garrison, we got Scott helping me out this morning. Thank you, Scott, for, for uh, giving here. me your time here. Yeah, tomorrow, awesome full slate of college football. I'll be out the softball field, but... I have my phone, and I'm sure I'll have some breaks between games. We always take a tent, you know, and we call it Camp Canute. And we, uh, everyone puts their tents together, and we just hang out between games. Just watch out if your girls are losing, and you all of a sudden go, yeah! <laughs> i got to be careful, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but I'll, 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 find, I'll find a game and prop up my phone and, and just get in the shade and watch it. But, yeah, I can't wait. And a lot of good games tomorrow. Uh, real quick, before we move on to the NFL – uh, we do have high school football today. Of course, Elk City is not playing. Uh, they have the bye week because they play in that seven-team district. So everyone takes a bye at some point, and it's the first week of district play for the Big Elks. So they are off. They return next week on the road. They'll open district play over at Clinton. Speaking of Clinton, they host John Marshall tonight. Weatherford's hosting Chickasha, and Cash hosts Woodward. That's what 4A1 looks like this evening. Looks like all the home teams should get wins uh, pretty easily. Other games in the area tonight, Burns Flat, Dill City, they host Texoma. Sayre is at Thomas. Mangum, or, uh, yeah, Mangum host Apache Mangum undefeated, by the way. Corn Bible Academy and Eight Man's going to Grandfield. And also an Eight Man, Hollis is hosting Surreal. You can watch that one tonight on ParagonTV.com. And last night, the Merritt Oilers played on Paragon TV. It was homecoming for the Oilers, but they fell to Moreland 28 to six, they dropped to one and three on the year. That was their opening uh, district game. They fall to zero and one in the Sauce District. You know why I call it the Sauce District, the Barbecue Sauce District? A one. It's A one ah, district. There you go. <laughs> Next up, a uh, tough one for Merritt. Long road trip up to Texoma. 
they try to right the ship up there in the panhandle. By the way, Texoma School District, always fun little antidote. It sits right there on the Texas-Oklahoma state line, and part of that school district is actually in Texas. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that until I went. I went there a long time ago to cover a game. That's far out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so part, I, I mean, I that town. Let, I wouldn't let the Texas kids play on my team. Yeah, the town sits on the state line, right? Yeah. And there's a point where you're you can cross a street and you're in Texas, cross you're back in Oklahoma, vice mm-hmm. versa. And but that school district it it ventures out into Texas too, but they identify as an Oklahoma school playing the OSSAA. Yeah, it's wild, but. Um, and it's a while. It's a long trip up there too. But it's yeah, cool. That's cool a location. Long trip. It's a cool location up there. Uh, okay, NFL. Let's talk about that. Week three coming up, and um, the biggest news is not probably a game, but uh, yesterday, Dallas Cowboys announced Trayvon Diggs is out for the year. Yeah. Had a uh, knee injury, I believe it was an ACL, and so uh, that's crushing, crushing for the Cowboys defense, who I was tabbing as an elite defense they shored up a lot of things that look like in the offseason uh the secondary they got uh dig some help uh by uh, uh trading for um um my name the name escapes me help me on the text line if you know it uh, but they got him some help on the other side and uh it looked like they had shored up the run defense as well but now with Trayvon Diggs out the question is are they still and elite defense they still have parsons they still have uh i'm gonna look his name up but they still they still have other pieces it wasn't just Diggs and everybody else parsons but the reason that worked is parsons would apply so much pressure i think would make quarterbacks make quick decisions and that would help out Diggs uh with yeah. what he did best with pass breakups and of yeah. course interceptions parsons, parsons third greatest pass rusher in the nfl right now he is uh behind tj watt yeah. and nick Bosa. so are they are I they still that because everybody's everybody's <laughs> just giving me crap about my boys are they still a, a defense that can carry this team because the offense is good not great there's that phrase again but uh, the defense i've con- i considered them as a championship tier one type defense that could carry a team as far as they could go Uh, losing a lockdown corner in the nfl is big it's gonna be tough is big and And i don't think we'll have that answer this week with arizona arizona is not good well no but uh i don't know if it's gonna matter because i don't know if anybody can beat the the 49ers this year at all they look good last night they look they've looked i mean they look unbeatable they look good albeit against the giants who are now one and two after that loss but they, they look like a complete team offensively when you have – I mean, Purdy might be the real deal. I was kind of apprehensive about him because they threw him in so late in the year. Yeah. I didn't think, okay, that he had the advantage because nobody knew about – nobody had tape on the kid. Maybe he was overlooked because he was Mr. Irrelevant and all of that. Now here we are going into week three. He looks the, looks the part. Yeah, He looks the does. part. Let's face it, 49ers got lucky drafting him. Oh, my They got gosh. lucky drafting this guy. Yeah. Um, of course, you got McCaffrey. You got Samuel. The, the offense looks as and complete Kittle. as and, an – And Kittle. Yeah. How did I forget him? Their offense looks as complete um, um, as any in, in the NFL, and I'm including the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look really, really good. I mean, they just, they destroyed my Steeler, my Steeler defense in, in week one. Destroyed them. 
And Pittsburgh still has a good defense. Yes, they, they do. Yeah. Speaking so. of Pittsburgh, they got the Raiders. They do. Sunday night football. Yeah. So yeah. not only are you going to have uh, the ice chest ready for for uh, for <laughs> tomorrow, we might want to save some of that for Sunday That's night it. football. That's it. So you you do the you know you do the smoked brisket on Saturday, and then you have some chopped beef sandwiches on Sunday. There you go. Solid gold. What do you think in Vegas? What do you think? I, Vegas is a favorite here, two and a half points. Yeah, yeah. I our offense is terrible. Pittsburgh's offense is terrible. Is so. Pickett the answer? I don't know if it's Pitt. I mean, he's running for his life. Yeah. Every snap. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think that there's there's much to to be hopeful for this year. Still got work to do on the offensive line. If I'm and speaking of Vegas, if I'm a betting man, I I actually take Steelers in this one. Yeah, I, I feel com- I would feel comfortable laying down the money on that one. I like the Steelers in this one. I like the Steelers. How about? What other games? Yeah. How about our Buccaneers? Now, that's going to be really interesting. That is an interesting game. It's in Tampa Bay. Eagles, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Of course, both teams 2-0. and Buccaneers turn into this kind of a, well, how about that story? Well, yeah. look at that team. Shaking Bay. Baker's looking. He's not doing, he's not doing crazy things. He's not forcing anything. I, I'll stand on this and, until the day I die. Mike Evans won Johnny Football the Heisman at Texas A&M because that's if you go back and that's watch a that pretty season, good point. watch that season. Sure, Manziel ran for his life, created a lot of stuff, and then he would just throw it up. And guess he'd throw it up to Mike yeah, Evans. That's a pretty good point. I, I've said Mike Evans is the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. He needs to get paid. Mm-hmm. If the Buccaneers don't do it, someone's going to pay yeah, him. Somebody will. And Baker recognizes that, I think. He, he says, okay, uh, Mike Evans, um, what do you have? What's he have this year? 12 catches, 237 yards, two touchdowns. Throw it up to the guy. You give yourself a chance. Baker knows that. And I help me out. Has he had a guy like that? He's, he, had, he played with Odell. Yeah. But Didn't really work. No, Odell's. I, he I was had like half a season with the Rams. This he's is, not really. This is the first elite receiver that he's had. I would say this is the first elite receiver that yeah. he's had. But I'll tell you one thing: he looks head and shoulders above Deshaun Watson. Oh. <laughs> is that not karma at its finest? Uh, it's wonderful, absolutely fantastic. I love it. I love everything that bad happening to the Browns and yeah. Watson. Agreed. I I couldn't be more ecstatic about that, and I hope it continues to spiral down, and I hope Baker continues to play well. But this is a big test with the Eagles coming in. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's looked okay. Uh, I think the real question is, can the Buccaneers slow down Eagles' offense? Yeah. And we'll see. Every yep. time I'm counting, I mean, I know it's only been two games, but I just never felt Buccaneers – we all went into this season thinking, well, it's going to be – a long year for the Bucks. They don't have an offensive line. Baker's gonna be running for his life. They've looked okay, and okay is good enough for two and zero. But this is their first real big test. Rams at Bengals. Man, it doesn't get any easier for Bengals. Hearing reports that Joe Burrow, they could possibly rest him. Yeah, there's still lingering issues with that calf, knee, leg. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, he was limping last week. 
Bengals are limping into this one at 0-2. Rams 1-1. Everyone forgets about Matt Stafford because he basically took a year off last year. He's back. Mm -hmm. Rams are not that far away from when they won that Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. No, they're not. So, But, I mean, look, man, we, look talk about – I mean, Dolphins 2-0, Commanders 2-0, Falcons 2-0. There's a lot of big-time surprises. Okay, let me ask you this, and I might have already answered that question, but what 2-0 and team loses or more, or which one is more likely to lose this week in your God, The Commanders are losing to the Bills. Yeah, that was an easy <laughs> one, wasn't it? That's where I was going to go. Yeah, that's a meatball. How about an 0-2 so, team that could get their first win? An 0-2 team that can get their first win? I don't know. The teams that are 0-2, they look like 0-2. I mean, they have looked abysmal. And, it's not going to be the Broncos, Bears. The Broncos, I know we got a lot of Broncos fans around in this area, and they have not gotten any better than they were last year. Tear it down. Oh, my god! Get rid of Wilson. Tear it down. Start over. They are awful. Future head coach, Deion Sanders. He don't even have to sell his house. He can just stay right there. Well, I mean, there's going to be one 0-2 team that gets their first win. Well, between Chargers and Vikings. <laughs> But which one's more likely, you think? The Vikings will win that. You think, I think. the Vikings yeah, are more I likely so. to win? I think so. Chargers have an offense. Their defense is horrid. They have an offense that, yeah. that can move the football. They've scored the most points, I believe, uh, in the uh, this year in the league. Yeah, but, but if the Vikings had quit giving the, team, the other team the ball, that, right. you know. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, so. I think that might be your answer. I don't see Texans having any luck at Jaguars. Panthers, I don't see that happening in Seattle. No. Bears are done. Oh, I mean, after two gosh. weeks, they put a fork in them. Cardinals, I don't see them winning against the Cowboys. Yeah, they're the car. The Cardinals' attempt to tank is looking pretty good. Yeah, it but is. there might be several teams that are battling for Ofer. And that's man, that's a question we'll have down the line is when it starts to get a little bit clearer picture of who's going to be the number one and should they take Caleb Williams because I think someone else, I've said this, look at the Texans. Yeah, they drafted a quarterback last year, but what if somehow they fall into the number one spot? It doesn't do they trade, matter who, do, Or do you it go, do you trade the pick? The number or, one pick is. Or do you get him? You absolutely take Caleb Williams. You take him. There's no, there's no, hey, we got a quarterback last year. Do, there's, you, do you trade who they get, Stroud? I don't care if you're. I don't care if you feel like you have a solid quarterback that's three years into the league. If if you have an opportunity to get Caleb Williams, you got to go get him. Yeah, he's a generational talent. Yep. He's, yeah, he he's well. According to his dad, does he even want to go there? He's everything <laughs> Vince Young was running the ball, and he's twice as accurate throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a guy you don't miss on. You don't pass on. I don't care what your quarterback situation is. If you have the number one pick, you get him. It's kind of like the Otani thing. That's what I was saying. I don't care if you're the Angels. You don't trade him. No. He's Otani pre-injury, you know. But he's still Otani. You do everything you can to try to keep him on your team. Keep him happy. Keep him happy. And, and, and also, can be said, in the free agency – if there's even a question of how much you pay him, it shouldn't be a question. Don't even – doesn't matter. Pay no. him. Yep. You, you attempt to get this guy on your team. Even if you're waiting a full year for him to pitch again, you get him on because he can still swing it. Well, yeah, he it's not still, like he's not doing a job yeah, somewhere else. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't wait until 
the postseason or uh, the the uh, off season in baseball to see where uh, how that shakes out. I have no idea where he could go. No clue. I think the favorite is the Dodgers. I secretly hope the Rangers throw their hat into the ring. They're not shy about spending. They, and it might really depend on where Otani goes if how somebody performs in the postseason. If the Rangers can't get in, that might just okay. Don't even try. Yeah. But if they can get in and have a nice showing in the postseason, because I think that's a thing. I think he wants to go to a place that can contend for championships. Rangers might be that up-and-coming team, or does he go to the Dodgers, who's always been there? I don't know. It's That's interesting. I don't know how we got to Otani, but we got to take one more break. We'll do that now. We'll come back. Uh, we'll wrap up the show. Maybe do a little bit more baseball talk. Maybe do a little bit more football talk. We'll do whatever you guys want to talk about. 580-225-9698. Text and tell us. And we'll talk about it. Wrapping up the Garrison Financial Friday version of the Skinny on Sports. Keep it right here. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member of FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer for tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Just a bit outside. Or we can explain it now. I don't know. Yeah. We can wrap up the show with OSU talk. We didn't really talk about their game at Iowa State this weekend. We talk about uh, NFL teams in need of a win. I tell you what, those are two teams that are in need, desperate need of a win, Iowa State and OSU. Welcome well, back to Skinny on Sports, by the way. Jared Aitha here. I didn't see that uh, – that did, did you see about, uh, gosh, dog, what's his name? Iowa State's coach, Campbell. Matt Campbell. Yeah. That he went after a guy last week? Did you see the video? I have not. You have to look it up. Is it, it pretty bad? It's um, not becoming of I a, of almost, a head football coach. I almost don't blame Matt Campbell. Yeah. Because everyone's human. If someone's sure. yelling at me, if I'm walking by him, I'm probably going to turn around and go, what'd you say? Yeah. You know, you, what, you're just supposed to ignore it. Supposed to be Teflon and just let. Right. And I get you know you're held to a higher standard being a head football coach and all that stuff. And, and but on the other hand, I mean I, I'm one to say that why take it, you know. Yeah. And what happened was he's I don't know if it was after the game or if it was at halftime because they played at Ohio, uh, the University of uh, Ohio. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, is Frank Sulich still coach that team? I believe so. So um, I don't know if it was at halftime or post game or after the game. You know, and they lost, and there's some controversy around that, but they've been struggling. Of course, they're dealing with that betting scandal, and, and they've lost their best player, some would say, than their quarterback. No, but, I think they lost more than just him, oh, too, just, didn't they? Yeah, didn't but, they have several yeah. players that yeah. got caught up in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fan, 
said, go get get after him, Campbell, and said, well, as he was walking by, and he yelled, you're on the hot seat. Yeah. You're on the hot seat. And then Campbell just turned around, and he was hot. And we've and seen hot. Campbell hot. <laughs> we've seen him hot, right? I wonder if I could find that. I think I, – I don't think there's any bad words uh, said. But, I could probably play the audio. But, yeah, it, so – But it's true. It is. Imagine – we talked about this too, me and Aaron, about um, oh, uh, Matt Campbell just a few short years ago. He was a hot name in oh yeah in all of football. Mm-hmm. There he was tied to a lot of NFL openings, um, college you know big big college programs. But now, I mean, is that? Has his stock gone down? Oh man, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. He just, I was. It looks like the same thing as Stillwater. It looks like he's lost all grasp of what's going on with the transfer portal. Doesn't want to play the game, which is the game. The transfer portal is college football. That's it. Yeah, the transfer portal is college football now. That is the name of the game. And if you're not going to play it, you're not going to win. Okay, here's the deal. Did you go one ear dead there? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play it. This isn't going to go over air. I just want to make sure we're not hearing a cuss word. Okay, so he... I didn't hear... you hear bad words? I didn't hear any swearing. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah. Let's... uh. Let's play it here. So he's... is is last week, he's walking by... It's an Iowa State fan who... Looks exactly what you think an Iowa State fan would look like. <laughs> and, well, you'll hear it. Come on, Campbell, get after him! Hey, Campbell, what are you doing? You're on the hot seat. You're on the hot seat. And there's Campbell yelling back at him, and players and security have to hold him back. And when that happens, the the little man turns around, looks right at the camera with a sly grin on his face like, got him. Yeah. I got him. Yeah, I got him to react to me. It's literally the 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 guys in the water boy, the the hecklers from the water boy. <laughs> he looks just like <laughs> one of them. Uh, he looks just like one of the guys <laughs> in the, in the, that's in the fan. Oh, uh, what? Uh, yes, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna say this. You, I'll show you when we get off here. But yeah, OSU though. What do they got? They've got to turn this around. That was an embarrassing loss for them last week, South Alabama, and it wasn't just like a kick for three at the buzzer they whipped Ohio or Oklahoma yeah. State that doesn't happen and it happened no. in Stillwater yeah and if they don't win this week who are they going to beat great question if they don't win this week who are they going to beat I'm in the trying Big to 12? find the remaining their remaining schedule uh yeah that's a great question there's um obviously we'll use on it let me look that up does has Mike Gundy named a quarterback? I don't believe so. Not that I know of. Text line, folks. Gundy I haven't heard. I haven't heard. It would have been all over these airwaves if he had. So after It'd be Ohio, nice if he just narrow it down to two. Yeah. <laughs> after this one, he has a, a really tough game. It's a Friday night game. It's in Stillwater, but we just saw that doesn't mean much this season. Uh, Kansas State coming to town. No Friday night prime time game. They, and then they host Kansas. They go to West Virginia, host Cincinnati. Of 
course, host Oklahoma at Central Florida, at Houston, host BYU. All of a sudden, that schedule looks tough. That schedule looks – Cincinnati, well, no, we'll, you'd we'll like to say out. that that's going to be a win for them. Houston, you'd like to say that that's going to be a win. Houston looks pretty bad. Houston does look bad. Houston does look bad. But, I mean, right now I'm looking at three wins in the conference for the over-under for them. Yeah, it's – um. Some trying times for Oklahoma State. The answer is the portal. And I take no pleasure in saying that. No. My friends that think that I'm just trying to beat up on Oklahoma State. I it's it's not cool. No. They gotta figure it out. They gotta write the ship. No, and there was a saying when, you know, there were hard times in Norman, it was in Bob we trust. And they trusted the fan base trusted what he, the direction was and he often made good directions whether it be personnel i mean most notably bringing in lincoln riley a guy from east carolina and people went who and look the rest is history yeah. unfortunately bad history after that but yeah. but he would make those personnel changes and we've seen gundy kind of be hard-headed about personnel changes when i think he needs to make some um, and we've seen assistants leave as quickly as possible like sometimes taking jobs that don't really look like a better job. Yeah. And then there's the quarterback situation too. I mean, it, it uh again, back I, I hate comparing you know, it could be comparing apples to oranges here. But when remember when Bob Stoops named Sam Bradford the starter and everyone kinda went, Well, I thought uh who was it gonna be? Nichols? They were thought or who was yeah. the guy that they thought it was the heir parents that this is the next guy and then they Named Bradford the starter. Bradford, yeah. Well, that turned yeah, out to be a pretty, be good. pretty good. Gundy's Jer- had Jeremy a- Robbins says that Oklahoma State's the Titanic. They, they they're Ooh. sinking fast. Yes, they are. Hope they uh, hope Gundy has a door to float on <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> well, we'll see. Both teams need a big win, need a win in a big way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma State and Iowa State. Um, and then. It's this is a bad situation for both teams because whoever loses, they're going to go. You lost to that team. Yeah, that's the one. That's like the one game mm-hmm. you needed to win because they they're beatable. Yeah, both teams are mo- saying that right now. Both fan bases are saying well, that right and now. both coaches are saying in the locker room, guys, this is where we get our momentum. And if you don't, then your momentum is yeah. gone. Yeah. It's completely gone. Yeah. So should be fun to watch. Uh, just. Uh, for all those reasons, fun weekend of college football. For all the games that we mentioned earlier, OU at Cincinnati. By the way, you can hear that game on Cool 94, 9 a.m. pregame, 11 o'clock kickoff. I think that's like the one good thing about that. If it, I'm glad it's not a 7 o'clock game in Cincinnati. Yeah. For all those other reasons I mentioned. And, yeah, and that's a good point. So they just get, yeah. it, get at it and, and get it get over going. with, and then we can watch all the other games. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. And of course, all those other great games throughout the rest of the day. Don't forget tonight, Paragon TV, Surreal at Hollis. You can watch that one. High school football. Enjoy your night off, Big Elk fans. There you go. Go watch a game. Come We're down not- and see me on the corner, Garrison yes. Financial. Scott, thanks 124 for- North Main. Thanks for being on with me. Yeah, appreciate great. it. Helps, Good time. Helps me out. Makes Maybe us- we don't need skinny. <laughs> He'll be back Monday, though. See you then. Take care. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. 
Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.